0: And folks, there's nothing else any greater than learning about Jesus and learning the principles of what this Bible teaches for your family. Uh, There's no greater way to bring up a family than in basic Bible principles. And and I think that's what this world is lacking is, is families being taught the basic Bible principles. And that's our job is to teach the basic Bible principles for folks to build their lives on because we are building a building and we're going to start out this morning on that topic. And by the help of God, we're going to take a few series of programs here and go over basic Bible principles. God is building a building and I want to be a part of that building and you can be a part of that building. Yes, we can build our lives around Jesus. Life is so unstable one minute we build our hopes around things and the, the next next thing we know that the things that we've built our hopes around are gone. Everything is temporal. That's why we need to build our lives around the word of God because it's eternal. It's never going to change. This life is so uncertain. But God is certain. And that's what I want to build my life around, don't you? That's why we want to take time to show you these basic Bible principles because this is God's building. He's building a building and it's going to stand forever. It's never going to pass away. Well, let's look at Matthew the seventh chapter and the 24th verse. Jesus said, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, we've got just not to hear them, but we have to do them. What did he liken this man unto? I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. Listen now, and the rains descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell not for it was founded upon a rock. That's what I want my life to be built around. Something solid, something firm, something steadfast. Life is so uncertain. But the words of Jesus Christ, you can count on them, they're solid. It's something to build our hopes around. Now listen to what Jesus said about a man that that didn't build his his life around his sayings. And we'll start again at the twenty sixth verse, and every one that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened to a foolish man which built his house upon the sand, and the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall thereof. Yeah, I I want my life to be built on Jesus, his sayings, built around his word. Yeah, we can have a life that's certain, a life that's steadfast in the Savior. If you're building your life without Jesus Christ, it's all in vain, folks. It's going to pass away. That's why I want to take the time and the pains to to build my life around the principles of this Bible and build them with God. I'll tell you what, let's go to Psalms 127. Let's start at the first verse, except the Lord build the house. They labor in vain that build it. We can build things folks for ourselves. We can build by ourselves without God. And it's all in vain. But except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Well, God is building a building and I want to build with him and we can build with him. But we have to go by the blueprints. God give us the material and the blueprints to go by. Well, let's read in Isaiah, the 28th chapter and start at the 16th verse. Wherefore, thus saith the Lord God, behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation. A foundation is something to build on, folks. I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a tried stone, a sure foundation. This foundation will never shift. This foundation is solid. It's something it's sure for us to build our lives around. We just have to take the material and build with God. It's a sure foundation. The Bible says that he that believeth shall not make haste. God laid this stone in Zion for a foundation, something to build on. And my friends, Jesus was that stone that God sent here. Well, turn with me to Matthew, the 21st chapter. And the 42nd verse, Jesus coming to the Jews here, they were the builders. They were the ones that God sent his son to. The Bible said in St. John, the first chapter, that he went to his own. He came to his own. His own received him not. Well, Jesus went over the same thing here in in Matthew, the 22nd chapter. And the 42nd verse, Jesus saith unto them, did ye never read in the scriptures The stone which the builders rejected, he was the stone, he was rejected. The stone which the builders rejected, the same has become the head of the corner. Yeah, praise his name. God sent his son here to be that chief cornerstone. That stone was given for a foundation. A foundation is something to build on. And folks, let me tell you something. God is not going to accept just any building, any type of of building except what he has laid. See, that's what Psalm said in 127: "Except the Lord build the house, we're labor in vain." We have to build with God. We have to take his son and build with, build our lives around. And folks, God's not building any shabby buildings. This was a master builder. This was the great builder. His building is going to be beautiful, folks, but it's got to go exactly by the blueprint. It's got to come off exactly by the chief cornerstone. You know, when you're building a building, that cornerstone is laid first, and everything off that building is marked off of that headstone, that cornerstone. They'll put plummets, they'll put lines to make sure the building is square, to make sure the building is plumb and straight. Well, that's what God's building is all about. Everything has to be lined up off the head cornerstone. And if it's not marked off that head cornerstone, if it's not marked right, eventually that building is going to get off the foundation. And that's a building that's unstable. God's building is never unstable. That's why it's important for us to have to build with God and stay on these principles, these principle foundations, these fundamentals that we can build our lives around to make sure we're in the building of God, because we have to build with God. If we start building for ourselves, taking anything outside of the word of God, we'll eventually line off the foundation and God's not going to be building any crummy buildings, folks. And you can find that, go back to Isaiah, the 28th chapter and the 13th verse. Listen to what God lines up his building with. Listen to how he comes off that cornerstone. The 13th verse. But the word of the Lord was unto them precept upon precept, precept upon precept. What were his precepts? It was the word. Well, David said in Psalms 119 and 104, through thy precepts, I get understanding. It takes God's word for us to get understanding how to build this building. Through thy precepts, I get understanding. David said, therefore, I hate every false way. Yeah, the word of God, folks, it'll, it'll make you hate every false way. Everything that's not built upon the precepts of God is a false way. It's, it's something that they'll build in vain. They build for themselves. They're not building for God. That's why it's important for us to stay in God's precepts, his word. This is how we come off that cornerstone. Again, the 13th verse of Isaiah, the 28th chapter. But the word of the Lord was unto them precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line. Now that's pretty straight, isn't it? Well, that's what Jesus said in Matthew, the seventh chapter and the 13th verse about entering in at the straight gate. It's a straight path. It's a straight and narrow way. I've seen in the building trades, men will come off the cornerstone. They'll lay that first cornerstone and everything that's lined up. They'll pull a line. It'll it's a straight line and everything comes off that cornerstone. Well, but listen to God's building. It was line upon line, line upon line. Boy, i tell you, that's straight. And I told you God's not building any shabby buildings. It's straight. It's the straight and narrow way. Yeah, it's square and plumb. Well, that was the 13th verse. Now go down to where we started up to the 16th verse in the 28th chapter of Isaiah again. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, which was Jesus Christ. A tried stone, he was the stone that the builders rejected. A precious cornerstone. A sure foundation, and he that believeth shall not make haste. Listen now to the 17th verse. Judgment also will I lay to the line. God's word is judgment. And righteousness to the plummet. There's that plummet and there's that line. These are the tools that helps us know that we're in the building of God, that we're staying on that foundation, that keep us square, that keeps us plumbed to the cornerstone. Everything has to be lined up off the cornerstone. Well, that's why God sent Jesus here. It all comes off the head cornerstone. Well, First Peter the second chapter and the 21st verse. For even hereunto were ye called because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example. What was that example for? That ye should follow his steps. Now that was the cornerstone. That example that we mark our lives off of, we're supposed to follow his steps. That's how we know that we're in the building of God. Take the plummet and the line, measure yourself, see if you line up with Jesus. That's the only way that we know that we're in the building of God. Folks, if we leave the foundation, if we leave the word of God, we're unstable. We won't be in the building of God. If we keep building off the word of God, off his foundation, we'll fall. It's what Jesus said when he likened to a man that built his house, not on his sayings, He was a foolish man, and that house had a great fall. Yes, now God give this man Jesus for a cornerstone, for a foundation, for us to mark our lives from. He was an example that we should follow his steps. And what was his steps? Who did no sin? Neither was guile found in his mouth. Yeah, the path of the Savior. Well, no, it speaks the same thing, folks, just in a few verses above that in the second chapter of Peter, you can start at the, uh, let's start at the second verse as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. If so be that ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious. Yeah. He was that precious stone to whom coming is unto a living stone disallowed indeed of man, but chosen of God and precious. Yeah. That's what Isaiah said he was. Yeah, precious cornerstone. Ye also, as lively stones, are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Well, what is the only acceptable sacrifices? The only accepted sacrifices? It has to come through Jesus Christ. Yeah, we're cleansed through the blood of the Lamb. Now we have a sacrifice to offer to God. That's what Romans says, uh, Romans 12th chapter in the first verse. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God. See, that's the only thing that God will accept is holiness. You have to keep your body holy. Yes, that you may present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. That's the only thing that God will accept. Yes, is our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy. That's those acceptable sacrifices that Peter said in 1 Peter, the second chapter and the fifth verse again, ye also as lively stones, that living sacrifice, ye also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. We're offering up our bodies, a living sacrifice. Yes, holy and acceptable unto God. Listen now in the sixth verse. Wherefore also it is contained in the scriptures. Behold, I lay in Zion what Isaiah, We went over what Isaiah said in Isaiah 28. Behold, I lay in Zion for a chief cornerstone, elect precious. He that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Now listen now. Unto you, therefore, which believeth, he is precious. How do you know you're believing? But unto them which are disobedient. If you're disobedient, you're not believing. But unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner. A stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. Even to them which stumble at the word, they're not building on the word, God's precepts, his judgment. They're not building on his word. They're building in vain. Listen to this now, a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, a man that stumbles at the word is disobedient and he'll stumble off the foundation. He's not stable. Turn with me now to Ephesians, the second chapter. We start at the 19th verse. It bears out the same. Now, therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, this building, this great, wonderful building, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Listen now. In whom all the building fitly framed together groweth. How is it fitly framed together? By the word, by the plummet. Precept upon precept, line upon line. Yeah, that plummets there. It's fitly framed together. Yeah, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth into an holy temple in the Lord. Now, God's not living in no shabby building here now. Now, listen to this, the 22nd verse, in whom also ye are builded together for an habitation, a place for God to live in, a a place for God to dwell, for a habitation of God through the Spirit. Yes, praise his holy name. I know you can see that. Yeah, God's not living in any condemned buildings. Any man that's in sin, he's in condemnation. God won't dwell there. This building's fitly framed together by the word of God. That man groweth into an holy temple. That man's built for a habitation of God, a place for God to live. Now, if you're living in sin, God ain't going to live in condemnation now. But we're a building fitly framed together by the word of God. It's not condemned. Yeah, and God knows what building's his. He knows who's in his son. Turn with me now to second Timothy, the second chapter in the 19th verse, talking about God's building his foundation. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure having this seal. Yeah, it's sealed. The Lord knoweth them that are his. How do you know Lord? And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. He's not living in condemnation anymore. Yeah, Paul said, there is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Romans, eight chapter. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. This is a place that God has built for inhabitation through the spirit, through his word. Now let's go on down and read the 20th verse. But in a great house, this is God's great house. There are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth. And some to honor and some to dishonor. We've got a chance to be something for the Lord. Yeah, I've come to the house of God to get cleansed, to be cleansed, to be purged, to be made a vessel of honor so we can be used in God's building. If a man therefore purge himself from these, this dishonorable vessel, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use and prepared unto every good work. Yeah, come to God's house. Jesus said, now you are clean through the words which I have spoken unto you. Yeah, we can be purged by the word of God, can't we? Yeah, we can be purified, can't we? That's the same Peter said in 1 Peter, the first chapter in the 22nd verse, seeing "Ye have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the spirit. Yes, through the word of God. That's what it takes. Yeah, let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Yeah, let God use you in his building. We don't want to build in vain. If we build in vain, we're building for ourselves. But let's be labors together with God. Yeah, except the Lord build the house. You know, we labor in vain that build it because we're not building with God. But we can build with God, can't we? Now turn with me to the first Corinthians, the third chapter, and we'll start at the ninth verse. For we are labors together with God. That's what's important. We are labors together with God. How are you building with God? With his word, through the spirit. For we are labors together with God. Ye are God's husbandry, and ye are God's building. According to the grace of God, O Paul said, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereupon. Paul knew that we were going to be building in God's building after his death, but listen to what he says. But let every man take heed. God's not building no sloppy building. Take heed how he buildeth thereupon. For other foundation can no man lay than that which is laid. Yeah, Paul took the material that God gave him. He laid it in Zion. Paul took it and started building on it. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stone, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest for the day shall declare it. That day is going to declare what type of work you are. I want to be like what Timothy said, purge yourself. A man's got to be purged by the word of God so he can be meat for the master's use. Yeah, God's going to make his jewels up, folks. That building's going to be made, and the hay, wooden stubble will be burnt up. Let's read it again, 13th verse. Every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. Yeah, I want to be part of God's jewels. I want to purge myself. Yeah, that I can be meat for the master's use, don't you? I don't want to be hay, wood, and stubble, do you? Malachi, the fourth chapter and the first verse, talks about that day that's going to be declared, what a man's works manifested is. Malachi, the fourth chapter, the first verse, For behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all the proud, yea, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble. Now that's the hay, the wood, and the stubble, the thing that's going to be burned up. And the day that cometh shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts, that it shall leave them neither root or branch. That's Folks, I don't want to be in that crowd, do you? No, I don't want to be a dishonorable vessel. We don't have to be. We can purge ourselves, that we can be an honorable vessel. Meet for the master's use. Listen now, let's go to the Malachi, the third chapter, just a few verses above that. The 16th verse, then they that feared the Lord spake off one to another. And the Lord hearkened and heard it, and a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord and that thought upon his name. Now listen, this is what I crowd I want to be in. And they shall be mine, saith the Lord of hosts, in that day when I make up my jewels, and I will spare them as a man spareth his own son that serveth him. Yeah, we can be his jewels yeah, but we'll have to build with God. We'll have to stay on his principles. Yeah, one of these days, this building is going to be completed. It's going to be perfectly completed, and I want to be part of it. But, folks, we first have to be founded on his principles. That's why I started out this way in the beginning of this, this program. I want you to turn with me to Hebrews, the sixth chapter. This is what we're going to be teaching on, if it's the Lord's will, for the next few weeks. Hebrews, the sixth chapter, in the first verse Wherefore, leaving the principles, there's principles, there's fundamentals, there are foundations. Wherefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on to perfection. Listen now, not laying again the foundation, there's a foundation, building principles. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works. There is a foundation, a fundamental doctrine of repentance from dead works. Repent from sin. Let's not lay that again. Let's go on to perfection and of faith toward God. Listen to this now. Listen to these fundamentals, these principles, and the doctrine of baptisms and of laying on of hands and of the resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment. And this will we do if God permit. These are basic fundamental principles of the doctrine of Christ, his house, his building, that we must have. If we don't have these right, folks, we can't go on to perfection. We can't be finished in God's building. That's why there's so much confusion in all these different churches that you can go to. Is because they haven't stuck with the basic fundamentals of the doctrine of Christ. There's all kinds of doctrines out there, but we want to teach what Christ taught.